Hello, Elite Marketing Pro. Welcome to your daily dose of awesome, your 15 minutes of education, inspiration, and motivation. So for those of you that are known me, my name is Marinda Bandat from South Africa. I've been a coach with Elite Marketing Pro for over 18 months, and I've had the privilege and honor to work with many people alongside, alongside many of the people in this community. So today, I want to talk and discuss a few principles around a code of honor and why that is so important when you want to build high-performance teams. So as you guys are hopping on and saying, and um, hopping on, please say hello, where you're from, and I'd like to just acknowledge you and give you a shout-out. So um, Sadaf is here. Hey, Sadaf, great seeing you. So as you guys are hopping on, say hi and where you're from, and um, I'd like to dive right into uh, the content for today. So the code of honor that I want to discuss today was literally brainstormed over the weekend when I was thinking about a training I was privileged to attend with a gentleman called Blair Singer a few years ago. And um, since then, I've had the, the privilege of working with high-performance teams, but I was also exposed to um, teams that are not high-performing. And then when you have the contrast between the two, it really, really stands out what is the difference between those two experiences. Now, many of us in this community are either part of a network marketing opportunity, affiliate marketing, or some sort of a home-based business, and we will never get away from working with people. So when you want to build effective teams that are, in essence, working together and having one common goal, having a code of honor, you will find today will make a big difference in how you put that team together. So Sharon is here. Hey, Sharon. Valentin, great to see you here. Richard is here. Cherie is here. Alicia, Laura, and Elaine is here, Mel is here. Great of you guys to hop on. So first of all, what does it mean when I talk about a code of honor? What does it mean from a personal perspective? So I would like to submit to you, it's a set of principles that you live your life by. It defines who you are as a person, and it also gives you the, 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 um, the portion that you can evaluate. What is the trustworthiness based on? So if you measure your words against your actions, there's a, a, a form of evaluation in that. So are they congruent? Do they line up? Because that forms part of a personal code of honor. So honor includes honesty. It includes fairness. It includes integrity. It includes compassion, respect, the courage to stand up for what is right. Because very often you will see people will very easily behind people's backs have huge opinions. But boy, oh boy, when it comes to saying that in front of someone, wow, then you see them absolutely quiet and they do not have the courage to stand up for what is right. So that's just some examples of what it means to have a personal code of honor. And you can now go and decide, right, you as a person, what are some of the things that are important to you? What do you stand for and what are you not willing to compromise on? Because those are the values, those are the principles that you will lead your life um, by. Now, when we talk about team, how does that have an impact on team? Now, I want to ask you, have you guys ever met someone that had a very strong drive, but you could sense there was something different? You, you weren't quite sure what it was, but this person was different. And it was different in the sense that you could see them taking action. You could see them standing up when it was tough to stand up, but they still did it. And it made such an impact on you because you thought that's a courageous person. Wow, that's a gutsy person. But I respect that person because that person spoke up when everyone else was too scared to do it. And it doesn't necessarily mean just standing up and speaking for yourself. It might be 
you know, having someone else's back and looking out for someone. So if you've ever had that experience where you met someone and you were working alongside someone and you could sense there was something different and you didn't quite have a word for it, I want to ask you today, might that word be that person was living their life with a code of honor and by a code of honor? Now, as a team, when you put teams together, the, the members of every team, they would develop ways of interacting with one another. Now, here's the problem. Every single person comes to the table with their own beliefs, their own values, their own rules, their own assumptions. So they come to the table with their past experiences. Now, a set of guidelines or principles that a team establishes to shape that interaction, that's when it becomes critically important that you know where is this team going. By what will we form that vision, those goals that we are, are striving for. So the reason that is so critically important, if there's no, if there are no rules, and this is what Blair always used to say, in the absence of rules, people will create their own. Now, I want you to go and just think about it. If you think about not just business, think about your kids. If you do not have rules, would it be safe to say that your child will be very creative to select their own set of rules? as to what they would like to eat, how late they want to watch TV, how late they want to be out, who they want to hang out with. So if you guys agree with that, if there's no rules, people will create their own and it creates havoc. Sharon says, hey, integrity is important. And Jamal is on. Hey, Jamal, I've met people like that. Sharisa, I want to ask you, when you met people that you knew they were living their life at a different standard, you knew there was something else how did that make you feel? What was the reason it stood out for you? So if you can share with, with the community what stood out, what was the feeling that you had? So the number one step to a high-performing team is the connection between the team leader and the team. Now, you might be asking yourself, so what is the relevance to what it is we do? Well, we're building teams of people when we are looking at the industry we're in. Wouldn't you agree? Now, if you're currently here and it's just you and you have maybe one or two or three or five downline, you might be thinking, hey, I've got this, Marinda. There's no conflict. Everyone is just smoothing. Um, it, it's smooth sailing for us. There's nothing to worry about. But I want to ask you and challenge you today, isn't the goal to grow a bigger team? Isn't the goal to have a huge organization that maybe spans not just the US or just Australia or just South Africa? Some of you might like to have an international organization. Now, how do you keep that together? So step number one in a high-performing team is the connection between the team leader and the team. The second step of a high-performing team is the connection between the team members themselves. So, what keeps the team together, what keeps the content together is the context. Now, what is the context? The context is the code of honor. Now, I want to make it practical. I want to show you this. If I keep this and I take a cup of hot boiling, boiling water and I want to pour it in here and I'm going to hope that this little bag is going to be strong enough to hold that boiling, boiling cup of hot water. How many of you think I might be risking the result of this? So if you think this is a risk, if I pour a cup of hot boiling water in here, then hmm, just comment, well, don't do it because I'm not intending to do it because I know what will happen. And you can take a polystyrene cup and pour hot boiling water in there and you will see it will just disintegrate. 
Now, it doesn't matter how good the content. You can have the best cup of whatever it is boiling. When you put it in that polystyrene cup or in this plastic little bag, it's flimsy. It doesn't matter how good the content is you put in. If the context is not strong enough to keep it together, it's not worth anything. However, if I take a cup of hot of anything and I put it into this cup, the content will be safe because the context is strong enough. So the context always keeps everything together. So the stronger the context, the safer the content that goes into it. And that's the purpose of having a code of honor. The code of honor is the context that you would see here today. So if that makes sense, just give me a thumbs up to say, hey, yep, that makes sense. I, I absolutely get that. Yeah, Sharon says it's risky. Don't do it, don't do it. Don't do it, very risky. It's a 50-50 chance. Yeah, Richard, because you maybe haven't seen the bag. It's a little flimsy little bag. So I definitely don't want to do it. And Anne-Marie also says, don't do it. Now, when I have the cup, how many of you would say that is not a risk because you know the cup would withhold the heat and it will withhold the content that it doesn't spill over and burn me. And the reason for that is the context is strong enough to keep whatever it is inside. Now, that's the purpose when you have a strong code of honor. It's to keep the team together when something hot goes on inside that team. If something goes astray, if something goes off where you thought it was going to go, if there's not a code of honor in place, that team will go into different directions because there's no set of rules. They will create their own. Now, I would say to you a couple of things that I've learned over the last 13 years in the experience and having been in this community for two years and as a coach over 18 months is the best way to establish and maintain this connection is establishing a rule of engagement or a code of honor. Now, it can be an agreed set of values or rules that the team agree to operate by in all situations. So I want to submit to you to say, have it in place before the situation happens. Because if it happens and I've put the hot boiling water in the bag and now I realize, oh, flip, this was not a good idea, I've already burned and I will have the scars to show for it. If the planning was in place, the code of honor was in place, and I poured it into this cup, the risk of being burned is zero. And as things are changing, and things will change because it's an ever-evolving process when you work with people, you can adapt, but it's done within safety. So if you guys are agreeing that you would much rather uh, operate from a, a safety point of view, then... Um, give me a thumbs up or, or say to me safety is, is, is definitely important. So here's what I want to ask you guys. So if the team leader in the team now decides what the code of honor is, what do you guys think would the interaction of the team and the compliance of the team be? Because here's one of the important parts of it. It should be a common goal and a common um, value or rule system because without that a high performance is unattainable so no common focus understanding of goals there's no way that that team could ever get to greatness so I want to leave this this explanation with you so it's like if you have a soccer team on the field and you have a rugby team on the field and they are playing two sets of rules they're playing two different games would you guys agree that the scoring will be it will be crazy because the referee in the middle, 
the team leader in this case will have his work cut out for him to keep those two teams together and some form of, you know, getting some form of just <laughs> unraveling the chaos. Now, that's what it looks like when you have a team where people are playing and they're playing hard, but there's no structure, there's no context, there's no safety. So people do not know what to do because you will find there's different measures for performance. There's not honoring of results. So it's probably the most effective way to eliminate drama, strife, gossip, complaining, because there's a rule in place that says, and we declare as a team, that we promise to respect and honor and value this set of rules that we as a team together collectively have put together. We honor and we live by that. So if someone in the team then goes and gossips, it is your responsibility as a team member to call that person on it and say, hey, our code of honor states that we do not gossip behind someone's back. Let's get that person in on this conversation and let's clear the air immediately. So if someone breaks the code, it impacts the whole team because if there's gossip in a team, it is a cancer in your team that will spread. So how many of you have had situations where you were in a team or you saw what happened when there was no context in place, no code of honor, and there were strife and gossip and complaining going on, and you saw what the result was. So if you guys can say, I've seen it happen, and I've seen the devastation of a team that unravels when that happens. If you can share with me what you experienced. So if you were in that situation, how did that make you feel from a safety point of view? How, how did it feel you about that? Could you focus? Could you keep your eye on your, your game? So I want you to give me a little bit of feedback, what you saw and what you experienced, but also how did that impact your performance? The fact that there was absolutely no goal in place, there were no structure in place, and you felt vulnerable. So I want, to sh I want you to share with me what was the impact for you. So if someone breaks that code, it impacts everyone. But once we have a code of honor in place, we can go back to that and we keep everyone to that standard because we all agree to it, all right? Now, when is a good time to set up such a code for a team? Definitely not in the midst of an explosion. So business is hectic, hectic when there's conflict is hectic. So when emotions aren't stable, it is not advisable to get that on the table. Because you've heard me many, many times in this community say high emotion, low intelligence. So you want the emotion low that the intelligence can be high. So I wanna suggest wait for a quiet moment, give yourself some time to think, that it can be a rational discussion. So look for recurring issues that interfere with your team's performance. So if people are not attending functions or they are not um, looking at certain product launches or they are not promoting certain things that the team collectively decided, this is where we need to go this month in order to hit this particular goal, then that would be something that could be part of that set of um, strategy um, points or code of honor. Everyone should participate. No one is allowed to be silent. And I've had the brilliant experience a few weeks ago as a team, we were together and we were sorting out things, how we can be more effective as a, as a coaching body. 
with our coaches, etc. And one of the trainers, Melissa, said to us, no one is allowed to be silent. Everyone must participate. So to work successfully, the leader must be transparent and open to constructive criticism. There's no two sets of rules. There's one set of rules for this team. But the team needs to be involved in creating it because they will not uphold it if they haven't been part of the creation. Does that make sense? So if we as a team decide this is what our rules of conduct are, and this is what we use as a measuring for us as a team to move forward, every single person on that team needs to be involved in that. Otherwise, it won't be possible to uphold it. Now, when you look at a network marketing team, how do you do it with thousands of people? You have pockets in your organization that have strong leadership and they will have their own culture in their group. So you might have different legs that you have in your organization and you will have leadership pockets in each of those that work together. Now, when you have your leadership in those teams and you have one unified goal and there's a code of honor between you, you can rest assured that they will have a code of honor equally as strong in their pockets where they are responsible because they've seen and they've experienced the safety in when you have a strong context that keeps the team together. But here's what I want to ask you. It has to be specific because it's not a mission statement. It's not, we have, we are nice. It's be specific. We do not discuss issues while we are angry. That means if you are angry, and this is something that I've done in my team specifically, because when you send a text or an email, when you aren't 100% on the same page with someone else, it can be interpreted in so, so many ways. And your intent might be friendly and to resolve an issue, but it could be experienced as argumentative. It could be experienced as an emotional attack, whatever the case may be. So for me personally, this is something that I've learned from 13 years in the industry. When you are not 100% at the same emotional level on the same page with someone, I hate to send a text or an email because I'm, a, I'm super concerned that you are not going to be sure about what was my heart, what was my intent behind that email. I will always um, submit to you, wait 24 hours before you take action. You might draft that email or that text. Do not hit send. I've seen how relationships are broken because of it. And it was just a pure misunderstanding. I would highly advise, hop on a call, hop on a Zoom, look someone in the eye that you have clarity as to what is the intent behind what had happened. So a code of honor needs to be challenging, but not unrealistic. A short, simple list that every single person in the team can understand and want to comply with. If there's 200 rules that they have to remember, it's not going to be effective. Short and simple, pick out those that are a non-negotiable for this team. And remember, it's not what is a non-negotiable for the leader. It's what is a non-negotiable for us as a team. And then you work together on, on putting the content together that the context can be strong. So we hold each other accountable to that code. So if it gets breached, we bring that to the attention because if it's not enforced, you and I will lose the power of that. So respect is a two-way street, but it is ever evolving. So what are some of the things that you and I might want to look at when we think about something on, on our code of conduct? So I want to quickly see some of the um, 
comments out here. So I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen and it made me feel very insecure. Yep, Cherie, that is for sure. In my career, I've seen it happen and it takes the entire business off track. Absolutely. It becomes petty. Yep, absolutely. Gossip is absolutely um, a, a cancer. It's terrible at sense because it's not accurate. It killed multi-million businesses right in front of my eyes. Yep, absolutely. That's called, It's there's so many things that you can say. Cross-lining is part of that. I felt I needed to take charge of that time. Yep. Lane says, it's devastation for a team. I felt concerned. Um, it takes you back. Because here's the thing, without clarity, you cannot ever create momentum in a team. And if there's strife and um, gossip, and unhappiness in the team, there's no clarity. So that team will be like they are, they will be like they are treading in peanut butter. They will be spinning their wheels because everyone is trying to figure out what are the rules now? What are we playing with? What are we playing by? And they will create their own rules. There will be no momentum in your team. So yes, yes, it can take you off your game. You lose your trust in people. Absolutely. Set the guidelines. And I want to ask you, this is not just relevant to business, would you agree? So what's your code of conduct as a family? What are some of the non-negotiables for you as a family? What do you stand for? And that's something that is super important because you can't be a person without a code of conduct and then expect to play in a team having conduct. It's going to be very challenging. So that's the reason I started this Daily Dose of Awesome with what is a personal code of conduct before you actually move to a team. Because if you don't know what you stand for, it's going to be very difficult to take a stance in, in a team. So what might some of the, the um, topics be for a, a code of conduct? Could benevolence be one? A, a willingness, a desire to give, be generous with your time, with help to team members, helping someone who needs a little bit of additional time with you, or are you stingy with your time, always holding your information to yourself, or just people that you, you prefer to spend time with. Be generous. Personal growth. Could a team be dedicated to learn and grow and deepen the understanding of people? Attending functions together, attending and showing up for trainings. Attending an accountability where the team gets together on a weekly basis or a two-weekly basis where you are making sure that everyone is working on the same goal and working towards it. So it, could courage be part of your code of conduct? Courage to participate. Courage to take action. Courage to give feedback. Courage to say what worked, what didn't work, what might we do differently. All right? That would be some of the, the code of conduct points that you might want to consider. Honor. Conduct yourself well at all times. Keep your word. What is your reputation worth to you? Because a team without a code of conduct is like a ship without a rudder. They are just going wherever it takes you today. If there's conflict in the team, that's where we go today. If it's going well this month for two or three people, that's where we go today. That is the problem with a team without conduct. Honesty, wow, we could really spend a lot of time on this one. Honesty is more than just not lying. Because I've seen it so many times and it's something that, that has intrigued me for years where people say they are honest, but they take stationery from their office or make personal calls at the office. We are either honest or we are not. You cannot be honest in certain areas of your life and in other areas there's gray area. You are either honest or you're not. And if you are not 
and you come into a team environment where one of the code of conduct points is honesty, it will be a challenging point and it will challenge you to either step up or you will find yourself that you you find it's, it's a little bit hot for your liking in that team because you will get called on stuff that are not honest, that they find out that you are not honest. Downlines money, tickets, events. How do you deal with people's spouses? Those are the most fragile people in your team is the spouse. You and I need to be honest with ourselves because self-deception is just as dangerous. So what is, what is your blind spot? What are you blind to that you need to change? And very often, you and I need to stand in front of the mirror and say, hey, what is it like being at the opposite end of me? How do I conduct myself? How do people experience me? Am I honest? Am I, am I giving with my time? Am I offering more than what is expecting of me? Diligence. Say what you, what, do what you say that you're going to do. Be dedicated. Be persistent. Don't try and cut corners because that's part of the team's code of conduct. We operate at a certain level and it's more than what is expected of us without someone looking over our shoulder. So I know this is a little bit of an intense talk tonight and you might not be used to me being so intense, but I was just thinking over the weekend when I read that book again is how important is this to have a strong context that we can be safe in everything we do in our personal lives with our families in our business lives with our teams, in, in teams that, that are not necessarily just network marketing, but teams that work together. How important is it that we as an individual show up with a strong code of conduct, that we can play full out in a team that we're currently involved with, part of building so that we can have the massive success that you and I want to have as leaders in this industry. I hope this has helped you. I hope this has challenged you to think about what do you stand for and what is it that you would like to achieve in your business? Because I'm definitely going to revisit a couple of things that are important to me and I want to make sure that I keep my eye on that from this day forward because I want to make sure that I play hard and that I play with integrity and honesty and diligence and definitely with a caring heart. So it's great hanging out with you guys and I look forward to chatting to you soon. Take care.